Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Rob, you didn't let me finish my name. Oh, I'm sorry. You S- cut my name off. Oh, sorry. This, <laughs> so it's Satine. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. And, and I'm Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi. How are you? Good. We're actually both like legitimately here. No surprises about it being like a an old episode with a new intro. Like this is a real thing. This is real. All new. This is new. Just for your enjoyment and my pleasure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then. Oh, and we've got a helicopter. It's like right on top of us. They're on to me. They found you, Rob. I'm sorry. I set you up. Can't believe you. <laughs> you Wait, invited me over for this. Yeah. To get arrested. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, was a lot's happened in the two weeks we've been gone. Yes. Tell me about your life. Well, I'll move fast. Um, Let so- me analyze your life right now. All right, here we go. Okay. Analyze away. So, uh, this last Friday, I went to a friend's stand-up show. Ben. Ben. Ben had I a stand-up to show. Go. I didn't know. Well, oh, I was in Utah. Yeah, you Never were in Utah. Okay. It was Friday. So I went to that. Um, and that was fun. And then um, this weekend, uh, I went to Ikea and Costco on Sunday. So that was like a thing. The double whammy. Yeah, it was like quite- Burbank. Burbank. Yeah. It was quite an event. But uh, I got a shelf. I got stuff at Costco. I built a shelf when I got home. Nice. It's all happening. Very cool. The spare room continues to evolve. Spare room. Spare room, indeed. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what else has happened. Oh, on uh, Saturday, we had a sort of like next to no notice gathering uh, for games at our apartment. Yes, you did. The entire pretense for the whole thing was uh, that we have, we had a bunch of like one or two kind of orphaned beers left at our place from various parties in the past. So we had like probably 14 beers of like eight different brands random schnaz and we were like they were like the abandoned children and then we were like <laughs> let's get these beers the hell out of our fridge before we go to costco so we had a small gathering to drink the beer and i did and to play some games and i did so yeah we did what overcooked nidhog jackbox we did fibbage quiplash and the weird uh, trivia murder party. The weird punchy. Uh, oh, gang Mylar beast. People. Yeah, gang beast. Gang beast. Yeah, so that was fun. We had a little just impromptu game night. So I think good. that's just our typical like spread for the night. I think so. Well, I have an entire folder on my PlayStation called Party, and those games were all in the party folder. Remember when Mario Party used to be the party game? Yeah, and everyone just like broke up with their friends and lost all the skin on their palms. That's true. Yeah. I remember that. Um, which is funny. There's a Mario Party coming out for the Switch later this year. Hey, yo. Um, so you can still lose those friendships and the skin on your palms. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> what else? Real fast. I'm just moving real fast here because a lot of it's just like, hey, I did things. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. Two weeks is a lot of time to like mess up. So. Much to cover. Yep. Um, so uh, Todd and I started watching our yearly uh, series that we always watch for October. We always watch a different horror series every year. And like... Last year was Halloween. No, last year was Saw. Last year was Saw. The year before that was Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. And the year before that was Friday the 13th. Then this year is Halloween. This year is Halloween. <laughs> um, which is funny because I've only seen two Halloweens. I've seen the first one, but so long ago that I didn't actually remember it. And um, H2O. Oh, that's right. Because... 
Todd was telling me how excited he was for you to watch Halloween 3. Which we're about to watch, because we've watched the first two now. And so, yeah, we're about to go into Season of the Witch, which, I, for those of you at home, is the Michael Myers list. I hate to tell one. you, Rob, but it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's funny, because it's Todd's favorite, and we're actually going to a, um, a Halloween party later this month, um, and... Apparently, one of the mandatories for that party is that you must have seen oh. Season of the Witch. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, we started that whole series. That was cool. So we only got, what, eight more movies to go, and then we'll be ready for the new one. Oh, yeah, there's like 13, huh? Ten. Ten. Well, uh, like, well, there's eight, and then there's the two Rob Zombie reboots i think i only saw the first rob zombie reboot and then now there's the new movie that comes out with later jamie. this month with yeah. jamie lee curtis which apparently is a direct sequel to halloween one i cannot wait for this movie it's Th- gonna be amazing thus rendering the rest of the timeline moot 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 um and then lastly it's like i've just been catching up on a lot of media like a lot of media like i've been listening to podcasts and watching tv so we'll go real fast through this um I started watching uh, a, a sitcom on Netflix called Kim's Convenience. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. What? No, keep going. You're about to look I at don't it. even know what that is. Okay, so Kim's Convenience is a Canadian show about a Korean-Canadian family that owns a convenience store. Um, it is one of the most harmless and kind of lightweight sort of... 20 minute sitcoms on netflix it's really enjoyable to like just watch while i'm like reading the news or like eating dinner or writing my agenda for the podcast it's actually really it's not too hard to follow it's cute there's like one really like good joke per episode but the rest of it's all like smirk worthy it's cute Nice. Um, so, uh, watch, start watching that on a recommendation from, um, my coworker, Caitlin and friend Caitlin, um, who was watching that. I just started the good place season two. Oh, do you watch that show? No, you should watch it. I've seen the first three or four episodes. Oh man. I could not get into it. Oh, I'm not good with sitcoms. The, first... like, I didn't even care for Will and Grace. By the time the first season is done of the good place, it is like a different show. It's so cool. And season two so far is really different and neat. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like you don't watch as much TV as I do. Like Todd and I watch a lot of TV. I don't. I And if I have time to watch TV, I'd rather just sit down and just like chill. Mm. Yes, I love me some TVs. Yeah. Uh, Todd and I got caught up and finished uh, season three of Insecure on HBO. Okay. That one's popular. That show is so fucking great. It's so good. Why? Well, it's funny. It's well-written. Like, the characters are enjoyable. It's full of beautiful people. Um, and it actually has some pretty good music. I don't know. Like, I, I like it a lot. Um, it feels like it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's it it's kind of is taking up the mantle of some past HBO shows. Like, at one point, every now and then on, on Insecure, like, it's mostly about this the main woman, Issa, uh-huh. and her best friend, Molly. And oh. Oh, no. I'm thinking of a different one. All right. Um, but, like, occasionally they'll get together with Tiffany and Kelly, and it becomes, like, these four women, and, like, they all kind of operate in different sort of worlds, and they all have different personalities. And Todd was like, oh, my God, this is just Sex and the City. And I was like, yeah, except Sex and the City was all about four women. This show is really about one, maybe two. 
and occasionally you have these other characters come in for when they're needed. Um, but it does kind of follow in the footsteps of Sex and City and Girls in that it is, you know, a story of, you know, a handful of women in a major metropolitan city dealing with life, love, and uh, work, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, except just Insecure is great because it's like, it's a all minority cast for the most part because it's it's a predominantly black show yeah and um it just has a, a fresh perspective on on stuff like you know we still get frustrated with characters that are you know otherwise uh frustrating to us but like it's still really it's it's a good show and plus i love an hbo half hour show like this entire season is four hours Oh wow! It's, it's eight episodes at a half hour each, similar to Silicon Valley. Like you know, it's just it's it, you blink and the show's over. Silicon Valley was only eight episodes. I think this season was eight. It might have been ten, but it's only a half hour long. Wow! So, yeah. I didn't know it was that short. Yeah, I've I, never I, seen it. I think the longest season of Silicon Valley ever was ten. Hmm. Like it's not a long show, and Silicon Valley is though got it's already done five or six seasons, and it's awesome. I love how you love TV so much. I like good TV. I'm not what I don't know why I just can't I can't get into new stuff nowadays at the moment in time. It must be just like something weird. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's why I actually probably wouldn't start a lot of new shows except Todd and I tend to watch them together, so it's like a little bit of a relationship peer pressure. I think if I had somebody to watch them with and it was just not me sitting down on the couch watching shit in the middle of the day, yeah. I think it would be different. No, but... I think that might be like if you had more of an impetus to do it and you could talk about it with somebody afterwards. Yeah, like, like it's no fun by yourself. I mean, I do it when I'm sick. It's like I did watch almost all of Frasier by myself, but also like, you know, even I actually, you know, Todd and I enjoy our separate time as well, just so yeah. we can kind of do our own thing. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to okay. cut you off. Keep going. Um, so yeah, Insecure is great and you should watch because it's fun. Okay. Um, and that's why I was just saying something about how much like I love good TV. Uh, I caught up and finished the seasons of two guilty pleasure shows of mine. They're both great TV, but, um, you know, they're a genre of show that I don't really i never thought of myself as loving but you know i think we talked about it before um so i finished season two of world of dance okay that show is super fun all right <laughs> and uh we finished like season what 15 or whatever of uh so you think you can dance so my two dance shows are done for the time right. being um which by the way seriously uh, I, I think i've already gushed about this stuff before those shows are so fun like so world of dance is what uh hosted by Jenna Dewan with judges JLo, Neo, and Derek Huff from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I think you talked about... Yeah, yeah. You, well, you're just watching people be awesome. They show up and do what they do best, and it's really impressive. And then you have So You Think You Can Dance, which is um, hosted by Kat Dealey, and judge, uh, the judges are Mary Murphy, Nigel Lithgow, uh, Twitch, and I never remember her name. Vanessa Hudgens. Was it Hutchins? Hudgens. Hudgens. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, and um, super fun show. Um, but that one's like, you know, where you get like a ballet dancer and like, depending on what she draws each week, they like, you know, she might do hip hop. Um, but super fun to watch. Um, nice. I think I might have talked about that before because I think we, I might finish that yeah, last time. I remember that. Sorry. Lots happens. I, I didn't even look back all of my old uh, shit. Anyway, yeah, both those seasons are done. Super fun. Um, Todd and I had a good time. And then last, oh, Todd and I also started the new season of American Horror Story, Apocalypse. 
Oh, interesting. Have Your you thoughts? Watching? No, I didn't even. I didn't see Ragnarok. I didn't see. Or not Ragnarok. <laughs> That's Thor. No, no, not Ragnarok. What was the last one called? Cult. The one before that. Roanoke. Roanoke. I didn't oh, see Roanoke. Roanoke was so good. I didn't see Colts. Cult is terrible, and you should avoid it. Okay. Like, it's funny. I feel like, yeah, Murder House, amazing. Asylum, fun. Coven, only if you're super gay. I saw Coven. It's, I, I hated Coven. Um, I liked... I kind of liked the first one, but it fell apart for me at the end. That sounds like every season. Um, the second one was... Asylum. I saw I saw the first half of it, and then I kind of broke off oh of my it. God, Asylum's so good. Uh, the third one, Coven. I saw all of Coven, and yeah, it falls apart a lot. But that's every Ryan Murphy show. Yeah. Um, um, then Freak Show, which was terrible. Which was my favorite. As I hated Freak Show. I hate it, but it was my favorite. It wasn't scary so much as it was. just like, look at these people who are different. And, no. they, got, and they got rid of Twisty way too soon. Well, oh, yes. Because that, that was halfway through the season. I like. I really liked um, our girl's character. What's her name? Sarah Paulson? Nope. Jessica Lange? Thank you. Really? I don't know why. Oh, her musical numbers were enough to make me want to just rip out my eyes and throw them away. I, I fucking hated those. I mind them. I love the part where she's in the diner and they give her the bill and she goes, no, no, darling. Celebrities never pay. And she just walks away. <laughs> God, I hated that season. And then, like, Hotel was fun. Trashy, but fun. Um, I saw the... F- a few episodes here and there spotted. Didn't care for it. Roanoke, I really liked. Okay. Cult is top to bottom garbage. Didn't see it. Not worth it. And then Apocalypse, so far, I'm kind of liking. It is a complete mess. And, like, it's funny. I feel like normally when the show is a mess, I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I would never just make a broad statement saying this show is a good show. Yeah. But I am enjoying watching it. Okay. So that's fun. So maybe I'll watch it. Something different. It's yeah, it's it's definitely it's cool. Although I think you should watch Roanoke. Oh, well I think it's on Netflix now. It is. Okay. And yet Roanoke follows a different format than the show typically does. And I Now this one, are they combining all of the past seasons? Not all. But, like, uh, we knew that it was going to have direct connections to... The Witches. Coven and Murder House, season one. Uh, one and three. Yeah. Well, you know, we those are confirmations so far that we know of. Um, and so far, within, what, three episodes, we or four episodes, we have gotten to the Coven connection. And there's been a sort of connection to Murder House. I don't... I feel like there must be more. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, so far, it's it's, you know... It's it's uh it's fun. I don't necessarily love all the new cast that they've been doing. Like they they're using a cast member they brought in for um cult, and mm-hmm. I just don't love her. And like I kind of miss some of the other cast that used to be more recurring. But I don't yeah. know. It's 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 still it's trashy, but it's fun TV. And then like the last little thing that I've been doing um because this is a show coming to Bravo soon. I don't I don't know when. It's a new show coming to Bravo starring Eric Bana and Connie Britton called dirty john are you familiar with dirty john like the story of dirty john nope okay so there was a five or six part like long series of articles on latimes.com about this thing it was called dirty john and they also made a six i think episode podcast 
Um, each episode's about 40 minutes and similar to Serial in that it's kind of telling you the story one week at a time. And it is my, well, uh, my friend Brian described it as a, a two or three red flag factory. Like everything about this should be just shooting off red flags in your fucking brain the whole time. And it's amazing that it's got this far. Like basically it's about a woman who is a interior designer in Irvine. She was like in her like late fifties. Um, she married like, does this take place present time? Uh, it's a couple years ago, like 2014. Okay. Um, she'd been married, I think three or four times already had a couple kids. Um, but she has like a thriving interior design company. She meets this guy on OurTime.com, which is like that over fifties dating site and goes on a date with him and ends up like starting a relationship with him. And clearly he's got a lot of stuff going on that, He's not being totally upfront about, and I'll just kind of leave it there. But like the the po- the podcast builds itself as like a story of a family's like uh, it's like betrayal, survival, and something else. Like it's this whole thing, and like it's it's funny just as an outsider who obviously I'm listening to a podcast, which means I know that there has to be a like a bigger story here. But like, so at least you know hindsight's twenty twenty. I know that there's drama here. But every single thing that they tell you about this relationship does not add up. It's problematic top to bottom. And, like, it's just amazing how many, like, surefire warning signs were seen and ignored or explained away because they didn't want to face them. It's alarming. I'm, like, midway through. So this actually happened. It actually happened. I'm midway through season four. It's not just a story that was in the LA Times, like, just a... No, this, I mean, it's a well, it's, it's a fully researched story in gotcha. the LA Times. Okay. Yeah, about uh, Deborah Newell and uh, John Meehan. And how the fuck do you remember those names? I listened to the podcast earlier today. Okay. Um, and Even like, then I wouldn't remember those <laughs> names. Um, but like, yeah, it's uh, apparently it was a little bit of a phenomenon when it happened. I think it was like last year. And it's uh, being made into a Bravo original series coming soon. I don't know if I watch the series, but the podcast is scrumptious. It's it's pretty great, and like the guy who created it from the LA Times has a new podcast that he just started with a new story called Doctor Death, which I have not listened to yet. But it like sounds Kevorkian. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think I don't think I mean like he was you know assisted suicide. This guy might just be killing people. Like Doctor Giggles. My, that might be the more accurate. Uh, nice. You know, he might be like Dr. Pepper. I don't know. Uh, do you remember Dr. Giggles? Yes, I remember Dr. Giggles. A lot of people don't know that movie. I wouldn't have emphatically agreed if I was just I bullshitting. Know. But then you said Dr. Pepper. I was like, he has no clue. No, no, no. Dr. Giggles. It was the... It's funny. I, I can't think of the, the actor's name. But, but he's he was, in Dark Man. He was in Dark Man. He's yeah. The guy. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and like he giggled while uh doing unnecessary operations on people yeah i love that movie yes i remember wanting to love it it, and i remember seeing it and being like oh okay yeah great title though yeah dr giggles i'm like a good poster too that's when you used to watch those really awful horror films and you're like well they have nothing else on the shelf that's new that was like when (laughs) when i'd go to to blockbuster at 11 o'clock at night on a friday and be like well let's grab a vhs horror film yes (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I, I, I can only see, you know, Chopping Mall so many times. You yep. better get Dr. Giggles And I time. can only see Mannequin so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Mannequin 2, by the way? 
I love it. It's so terrible. I could quote that one. It's so bad. No. Why you gotta go there, Rob? I was just curious. You mentioned Mannequin, and like the first one's such a classic, and the second one is so bad. Oh, I love the second one, too. They're in a different country. Are they actually in a different country? Oh, no, no, no. no the it, Count. The Count yes. comes to... That's right. And the Count is Terry Kaiser, who played Bernie. And he has right? the most awful the mole, accent. And he has the mole. The mole. The hairy-ass like, mole. playing with. Yeah. Yes, yes. But that's Terry Kaiser, though, right? Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, yeah. That might be. I w- never thought about that. I think it was him. You could be right. Which is funny, though, because, you know, he's in Weekend at Bernie's with Andrew McCarthy, who is in Mannequin 1. I love Andrew McCarthy, by the way. Well, I know. We all do. Okay, when I was younger, I never liked him, but I always thought it was cute. But his voice annoyed the F out of me. He kind of has a Michael J. Fox kind of voice. Because he has that kind of squeak to it. Well, it's like Michael J. Fox. But now when I'm older and I watch those movies, I'm like, he is freaking adorable. That's your maternal instincts. Now you just want to, like, baby him. No, I want to hug him. Yeah. And then smooch him. Oh, (laughs) shit. All right, then. So yeah. what have you been up to? Oh, is it my turn? Sorry. I just want to get them all out of the way. Is it my sit back. turn? I'm going to sit 40 back minutes into and the podcast. hear about your adventures. Okay. Well, I was in Utah as the last podcast prompted. What were you doing in Utah? I was doing makeup for a catalog shoot for a company that is based out there. And um, it was a week long of just makeup every day. Lots of great food. Lots of, well... Lots of drinking for us, but we were in Mormon country, so it's really More hard. More booze for you. It's hard to get alcohol over there. Oh, really? Yeah. The closest liquor store was five miles away, and it takes like a half hour to get there. Um, It's really weird over there. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they booze is really hard to find. Most most um restaurants don't even have a bar. Weird. Yeah. No so, good. Anyway, so the first day I got there, I landed in the plane. I got my rental car, which is this cute little red Chevy something. And cruise, probably. It was adorable, but it could have been a cruise. I can't remember. It's a, it's a cruise and Cobalt, I think, are the two, like, you know, smaller Chevy yeah. rental cars that yeah. you usually get. I liked it. And no, they're fun to drive. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, I don't want to go because Lehigh is about... 30 to 40 minutes south of Salt Lake City. So I was like, I kind of want to see Salt Lake City because last time I was here, I didn't really get to see it. So I drove into the city and I, you could see the Capitol building from the distance because it's gorgeous. So I went over there. I became a tourist. And then I was like, I want to see where the temple is, like the main temple. Oh, yeah. So I went over there and I looked at the temple and then I circled the temple like a hundred times. I was like, do I want to park? Do I want to pay? Do I want to stay? I was like, I swear to God and the goddess and the bees and the knees upstairs that they were going to arrest me because they probably thought I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like check casing out the, the joint. joint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Think they you have a bomb in your trunk. Yeah. I was like, they're going to come and get me in about 10 minutes. I just know it if I keep doing this. So. Went and saw that, um, did makeup all week, and that was a lot of fun. And then on the last night, I went to this, um, we went out to this really nice fusion restaurant. Really nice, like LA quality, like gorgeous. And then we went to this bar called Prohibition, which was a speakeasy. That's fun. Yeah, and you go through this antique shop, and you have to talk to the the madam at the register and she goes oh what are you looking for are you interesting interested in purchasing anything and then we go no we're just here to meet a friend and 
they op- they slide open the wall of trinkets. Like, well, the whole place is trinkets, but they slide open a wall. Are any of the trinkets actually for sale? It's all for sale. That's fun. Yeah, it's all antiques. And you can go right in there. And then it's a 1920s looking absinthe and moonshine bar. They have everything in there. They have, um, everybody has bowler hats or like um, corsets on. It's really cute. That's fun. And our waitress happened to be from freaking like Laguna Beach or something. We're like, why is she here? Small world. Her um, fiance is a professional skier. And that's where the skiing is. Ah. So there you go. People have a reason to be in Utah, apparently. So, um, yeah, and then we just drank and then flew out the next day, and I'm back here, and then I watched some of Maniac. How is that? That's one that, like, Todd and I are upset we haven't had a chance to start. Um, You should watch it. You'll like it. That's an American Vandal season two. It's weird, but it's kind of like this weird future where it makes sense that that's what our future is going to look like, but it's still kind of awkward. How many episodes are you in? I just finished one and a half. I didn't even get through. I fell asleep during the second one. Are they hour or half hour? 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 45 minutes around there. Have you met Justin Thoreau yet? No. Jennifer Aniston's ex? Okay. He's, I think, third billing. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. He might be under severe prosthetics. I don't know. He's the (laughs) lead from The Leftovers. Which I didn't say. I know, and you should, because it's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I have to catch up on a lot of stuff, apparently. I still have to see season three of Riverdale. Nice. No, I have to see season two of Riverdale. You could watch all the other shows I listed first. That's more important. Riverdale's good. And three's coming out soon. And then Sabrina the Teenage Witch was announced, and the trailer's out, and it looks amazing and scary. Okay, so... Watch Maniac. I really liked it. You're looking at me like I hate you. Um... Then I watched a lot with Stephen the week before the Great British Bake Off. Oh my God, I love that show. Which we were loving. I love that show so much. He's seen much more than no I have. No soggy bottoms here. No soggy bottoms. We're on the the newest episode where they changed the judges. Oh yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, like because they sold BBC sold the show to someone else. Yeah, and they had to change. It's still Paul Hollywood though, but no Mary Berry. No Mary Berry. And no, and the the two hosts hostesses. Are different now. Now they have the guy from Mighty Boosh and someone else. And that guy is so weird. Well, that's kind of his shtick. I'm It'd be like having f- Russell Brand as your host. I'm not really a fan of him. <laughs> and I was like, I'll get used to him. But like four episodes in, I was like, I still can't get used to him. I've only seen like, I think one or two episodes of the new season. But um, it's still, I don't know. There's something, there's something, isn't there something like super relaxing about the show? Just like there's no artificial drama. It's just like, oh, well, I don't. I don't know if my cakes are going to cook all the way through. Pity, yeah, pity. it's just They're watching just so people like, do interesting things. I love watching people be awesome. Yeah. and like, You should have watched me today. I was making um, chicken noodle soup from scratch. Nice. Rob. Well I done. It. I even tore apart the chicken. Alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alive. Plucked its feathers. As I know you're doing some witch stuff. <laughs> like you ripped it apart and used its bones. You rolled them bones. <laughs> I rolled them bones. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but I made some chicken noodle soup, and it's more of like a stew now because I had too many noodles. But whatever. So, have you seen other seasons of Great British Bake Off, or just this um, one? Keith used to watch it, so I have seen other episodes. Okay. Like yeah. there's there's a previous season where um I love well I've seen two seasons of it and 
Uh, I love, 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 love two of the winners. I follow one of them on Instagram. Nice. And um, But, like, there was another contestant one year that was so flirtatious towards, like, everyone that I was like, good for him. Because mm-hmm. he's awesome. I think his name was uh, Selassie. And, yeah, he was just, like, he was just very, very polite. And it. I'm sure he wasn't super skeezy, but it's, like, I think almost everyone would have been, like, yeah, I'd let him in my pants. Like, it's just, it was, he was just that Thank dude. You. He was awesome. I, Rob, I think you missed your calling. What? TV critic? No. I think you should have worked for the CIA. Why? Because you were like the male (laughs) Sidney Bristow. You remember everything about fucking everything. And it's starting to piss me off. (laughs) I do my best. I I take good notes. Yes, in your brain. Yeah. Too bad I have to write everything down and put it on my phone. And I still don't remember. Two days ago, I forgot what my zip code was where I live. Hey, that's the least of your concerns. I was able to Google it very very easily by just looking up my address. But like... Was was, it 90036? It is. But at first (laughs) I was like, is it 38 or 28? No, no. Is it 46? No, it's 3... Three six, yeah. ah, and I had to look it up. I only know because I used to work at the Grove, and I had to put nine zero zero three six for like ten years. Yeah, well, uh. and it's like because I want to say you know the old office I used to work at was like one digit different, and now, like I think so I live at nine zero zero three six. I used to work at nine zero zero three eight, which was confusing enough, and now my new office I think is in nine zero zero two eight. So it's still only one digit from the old one. Which is one. Hollywood. Yeah, it's, only, yeah, it's only one digit from the old address, but now it's not one digit from my address. So it confuses me. Shut up, Rob. Just Sorry. shut up. <laughs> so what Just else are you up to? Shut up. Tell me more about Utah. Can I talk? <laughs> Please. Sorry. Talk about your zip code during my story. Lots of, I have lots of feelings about zip codes. Um... Uh, yeah oh and great okay and then the last thing i watched last night which was really cute but it reminded me of a ton of movies from back in like the 90s when it was hard to find gay films it was called boys just b-o-y-s oh with uh with um uh winona Ryder. no that's boys on this that's boys I don't know. It's not. No, it wasn't American. Oh. I think it was either Polish or German. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. But um, super cute, coming of age, gay movie. You know, it's typical. Like, I guess, like, the big thing in Europe is, like, track. Everybody runs track and wears track suits, apparently. I just, (laughs) we don't do it that much here. But apparently every gay movie from (laughs) Europe, they're always in track suits for some reason. So, yeah, so it's called Boy is Super Cute. You know, it's typical boy meets boy, boy hates boy, boy likes boy. Boy's like, well, I'm not gay, but I'm going to kiss you anyway. And boy's like, oh, this isn't going to work out. But then they get back together in the end. Typical. I think, I think of a theory why track might be like a thing in some movies. Well, it's either track or rugby. Oh, then never mind. My plan. My- Tell me your theory. Well, my theory was mostly just looking at, like, producing. Mm. Like, track is a non-team sport. Therefore, you don't have to have as many extras. There aren't that many props that you need to do. And I think because there's no real physical contact, maybe it's less to you've, It's less costly for insurance for your production. As <laughs> rugby opposed to, like, is the exact opposite. But rugby completely <laughs> negates all of that. So, never mind. Fair enough. But my head my head was on straight <laughs> but, when it came to why track yes, would make sense. I like that. 
Rob, are you ready to talk about the nitty gritty about what this podcast is really about? Video games? I am. <laughs> then we should get right into it. All right. Well, have you played anything in the, the two weeks we've been away? I know you've been busy and traveling around. I really haven't had too much time to, um, but I have. I did play a little bit of The Witcher, um, Blood and Wine. Yes. Haven't gotten much further than what I talked about last episode or the last episode we recorded. And I see you are drinking your uh, glass of blood and wine right now. I'm drinking my wine right now because I didn't have coffee. Thanks for you pointing that. You do know those are not the same thing, right? No, but I needed a little bit of sinspiration oh you know what i mean sinspiration i like i just that. made that up i like that you always hear thinspiration but you never hear sinspiration i like that thank you that'll be my new podcast I without like, you i feel like you just titled the episode right there like it's inspiration yeah i like it <laughs> um uh, but i have been playing overwatch yes uh, as usual and getting ready for the new, I mean, you could see my shirt. Yeah, represent, well, it's also October 1st, so yes. while we're recording this, so I feel it's time to get spoopy. It's time to get spoopy. And uh, let the record show that Satine is wearing a fabulous Junkenstein's Revenge uh, t-shirt that has the whole gang. It has Junkenstein's Monster, Mercy as the Witch, uh, Reaper as the... Um, the pumpkin head type guy whose yeah. name I can't remember if the, what the thing was, but there's also the summoner, soldier, Junkenstein, the and then he has Yara Four Heroes, the soldier, the gunslinger, the alchemist, and the archer, aka Hanzo. Hanzo. But it's also in like su- super cool, like retro 80s, like colors. It, it looks very, it looks like it's supposed to glow in the dark. Yeah. It looks like a Halloween shirt. And um, the design's by this, this artist named Jinx. J. Exclamation point and X. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So playing playing Overwatch, sucking real good at it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And um, that's about it. But I also been watching Stephen play uh, Marvel Spider Man, which he did finish. Aha. Have you finished? Yes, I finished last okay. time we talked. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So he finished. He said the ending's really good, and he can't wait till I play it. The end of Act Two is absolutely incredible. Okay. It's uh, the last act didn't hold up for me quite as much. Um, the ending is good though. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. I'll go fast because I just don't want to dominate this shit. Forever. I thought we're going fast on the video game portion of our video game wait, podcast. I, no, I can slow it down. But we have tons of news. We do. At there's least lo- I there's do. Lots to cover. Yeah. Um. So. Um. What, in the last time since we last spoke, I finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, how was that? I had fun, but I did not like it as much as the reboot to the series. Did you and feel Rise. it? Okay. Did you feel it had cultural appropriation? Um, a little, but it didn't really upset me. Like, I mean, I it's important for the for the for, I think for that game to kind of travel the world, and for it being in Peru, I don't know. It seemed appropriate. It seemed good. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the setting. I don't know. I just and I liked and my, my, like what I said uh, last time. One of my favorite things is the um the sort of extra little bit of like love that they gave to um Jonah and like turned him into more of a character. And so like there's a lot of stuff that I think Shadow of the Terminator did really well, but there's a lot of stuff that just I feel like it could have used a couple extra months in the oven. 
a little bit more bake time. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm not sorry I played it. It just um but yeah, of the trilogy um of her sort of origin, um I do feel like there's two games that have done it a little better. I see. I love the first one of the reboot. It's so good. It was such a nice surprise. Um so yeah, big fan of of that series. Um so that makes it 24 games that I finished so far this year. Damn, Gina. Woo woo. Um and Good then for you. I finished you. like 4. And then I went back into Dead Cells cuz I still have not beaten that game and it's still really hard and it keeps beating me. So no news on that one. But for my defense, can I just say I did finish a really long game called The Witcher this yeah. year. Oh, so The Witcher should count as several games. That's a lot. Yeah. And you, you also did the Heart of Stone DLC and that's substantial too. Yes. Thank you. I do not diminish... Let the record show. Yeah, I don't diminish your accomplishments. Thank you. I just want all of the listeners to realize I'm working real hard <laughs> at my count. Well, seriously, like, you did choose a fucking long game. <laughs> I know. It's really good. I will never finish The Witcher 3. Never say never, Rob. It's so good. If I break both my legs, it might happen. Oh, my goodness. Okay, never mind. Um, we don't want you to ever finish it then. Oh, come on. It would be so nice to have an excuse to not move for six weeks. So nice. Um, so uh, after playing some more Dead Cells, I decided to actually go back to Spider-Man as well. Because that game was just fucking fun. And um, by the way, did you know that it is now the fastest selling first party title in PlayStation history? I do now. It just beat... The newest record holder of that, God of War. And like, damn. There's a lot of interesting sort of, you know, chatter kind of going around about how, like, Spider Man, a game that is single player only, zero online component, no leaderboards even, top or fastest selling first party title for PlayStation ever. And the game before it to hold that record, God of War, single player only, no online component. I don't even think there's leaderboards. Like, and it's just so funny because I feel like we're moving, we're always moving towards this games as service, constant online, lots of multiplayer. Yeah. And it's interesting to see, though, that the f- two fastest selling first party titles on the m- most prevalent console platform right now are yeah. both exclusively single player endeavors. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like single player stuff. Yeah, me too. Well, I guess it makes sense that a lot of the exclusives or the first party titles from PlayStation tend to be predominantly single player even like you know uncharted 4 yes it has good multiplayer but it's predominantly a single player experience i feel like the fortnites and the PUBGs are the survivor you know the tv show Mm -hmm. of the video game industry (laughs) well you do have to out outwit outplay and uh, outlast it's live Yep. It's like you have a live camera on you (laughs) it is the reality series of uh games yeah it's annoying and obnoxious <laughs> and people love it it's like the kardashians of gaming people it love it makes no sense but teach their own well and on the spider-man thing uh last night i got a hundred percent completion on that thing oh good <gasps> so you got panty spider-man i got underpants spider-man nice is he cute yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um you saw i posted him right Oh, well, I actually have some shots as well. Oh. Um, well, you should post it because I, you didn't post anything. I know. I'm, I'm terrible. See, while you're watching all your dumb shows. I should be posting I'm things. I'm posting while I'm... dumb 
<laughs> posts. <laughs> well, no one likes that I'm watching TV, but people like your posts. Uh, I get the pop-ups on my phone the whole time. Uh, thanks, Rob. Um, and so, uh, well, if anything, so I went back into Spider-Man because um, I didn't want to start anything new because Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes out this week. Yes, it do. The uh, so if you pay for like the gold edition or like the collector's edition of it, which are the ones that come with the season pass and all that sort of stuff, the uh, that version of the game I believe comes out tomorrow. The or like is it Tuesday the second or Wednesday the third? It comes out several days early. I still have to play Origins. Oh yeah, you need to do that. I need to do that. Um, and then the main, like for just the normal sixty dollars purchase, people, those all come out on Friday, so October fifth, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Go out, go get it. The reviews are coming in so far; they're all pretty good. Like it's actually getting um a little bit more. I think the uh, the reviews are a little bit better than the average Assassin's Creed. So did they work on Assassin's Creed? odyssey the same time they were finishing up origins i think it's a different development team oh gotcha because think of it like almost like uh on this one think of it as like the um the call of duties there's what three development studios that make call of duty games gotcha. there's infinity ward treyarch and sledgehammer every year one company releases a game which means every company has three years to make a game so, like, this year is Black Ops 4, so that's Treyarch. And then next year will be whatever Sledgehammer is making, which means, like, right now, Infinity Ward is already one year into a new game because their game came out last year. I see. Yeah, so, like, the idea is just that by having three studios, you have a three-year turnaround time on those games. Yeah. At least that's, I mean, my simple, oversimplified math. Um, I don't work that on makes those. makes sense. Yeah, I don't work I on like those it. games. And I don't know their process, but I assume that's how that works. Hey, you summed it up. Quite beautifully. There you go. Thank you. Um, and because it's where I always stuff this stuff in here, um, I have news for the, the free games for the month. Oh, yes. Well, I yeah, go for it. So Xbox Live Gold members, uh, all month, Overcooked is free, and you should go get it because it's awesome. Um, Overcooked is one of the best four-player experiences that you can get on Overcooked modern consoles. is free? For Xbox Live Gold members, the entire month. One or two? One. Two it's actually so has good. two has online uh multiplayer. One is local only, I believe. Gotcha. Um but yeah, totally worth the price and the game is fucking great. Um we've spent many, many parties. I love overcooked. It's so good. Like you can't play it by yourself because what's the fun in that? It's, but yeah. It's all about having four people and just like trying to work around chaotic. each other. Chaotic. Totally. Um and then uh, for the last half of this month um, and the first half of the following month, there's a game called Victor Vran, which I've never heard of, that you can get for free with Xbox Live Gold. Uh, the first half of October, backward compatible Xbox 360 game that's free is Stuntman Ignition, which is actually really fun. I watched parts of it. Like, it was fun. People streaming it. It's, it's fun. cool. Yeah. And then um, for the last half of October, Hitman Blood Money is the Xbox 360 backward compatible title. They got some good games. Right? And um, on PlayStation Plus, I only have about half of them written here because some of them I'd never heard of. But on PlayStation Plus this month, uh, for free, uh, Friday the 13th. Oh. So last week or last month was Dead by Daylight. This month, Friday the 13th. I have to get Friday the 13th. Yeah. So for some some uh, uh, asymmetrical horror fun. Um, and then, Interesting. Right? Yeah. 
and then that they would give that away for free. Yeah. I wonder if there are a lot of in-game purchases. Uh, well, I, I know they had to kill some of the DLC because they didn't they didn't have the rights to it after like some rights issues. So um, I'm happy to see that the game is at least not being like delisted and it's still available and they're just giving it away. Yeah. Um, and it's the right month for it. So that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, and then there's a game called Laser League for the PS4. And then um, through... Uh, Crossplay, so you can play these on the PS4, even though officially like they're a PS3 or a Vita purchase, but you can play them on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, puzzle platformer, The Bridge, which is like a MC Escher influenced spinning world kind of thing. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and uh, twenty sixty four read only memories. Um, the game that was made uh by we covered this uh, a couple like God a couple months ago. Um, there's a that guy uh, Matt Kahn, the guy who made um Gamer X. A oh. gay and lesbian, <clears throat> yeah. or the LGBT gaming conference. Yes. It's his company that made 2064 Read Only Memories. And they recently had that thing where there was a lot of talk about like unpaid overtime and just like not great working conditions. And so the plan was for them to get out the Switch version and then they were going to like kind of reevaluate their whole operating procedure or shut down or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like their game is free on PlayStation right now for the month. Cool. So go get it. Nice. Anyway. I'll have to see what that's about. Yeah. So that's what I got for that. And that's like an old school like uh, adventure game. Oh, cool. All right. Well, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing and what you should be playing. <laughs> oh, Rob, you think I'm going to leave Overwatch that easily? I also <gasps> met you, the listeners. Oh, yeah, you. I know you don't listen. I don't listen. I'm barely here when I speak. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! <laughs> my damn thing, my chair just fell apart. Yes, yeah, so he just breaks her chair. Sorry. It's the wine talking. I feel like there's at least like one time per episode where I'm like yell because <laughs> you have like thrown something. I totally scraped my arm. The Don't whole do that. freaking armrest fell off my chair. <laughs> okay, so is it time for the word of the week? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't have a question this week, Rob, because I want to teach you something. Okay. And I want to give you a history lesson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this week we're going to do something different, and it's what is the origin of the F word? Oh, I actually know this, I think. Do you? It's German or Germanic. It's from the root ficken, which means to strike. You're fucking good. I mean, you're effing good. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically. Tell me more, though. That's that's all I can tell you. It wasn't you a question, point. but you still got it right. <laughs> so, um, fuck is believed to have... <laughs> fuck. Is uh, believed to have first shown up, written in some form around the 1400s, and it was disguised in a cipher, um, although it was used before that. The F word was recognized or recorded in a dictionary in 1598, um, and it is remotely derived from the Latin "futu." <laughs> Good luck with that one. F u t u e r e. And future. That's not how it's spelled. Okay. F u t u r e. No, F u t u e r e. Oh, u e r e. Got yeah. it. I thought you just spelled future, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh... you're like. Jeannot? <laughs> <laughs> stop it, Rob. Sorry. Just stop it. 
I'll have to retrospect that one eventually. <laughs> I hate that one. Um, and old German thicken or fucken. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> thicken or fucken. <laughs> meaning <laughs> to strike or penetrate, which had the slang meaning to copulate. To pound. To pound. <laughs> um, blah, 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 yada, 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 and prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, and then it said, one folk etymology claims that it derived from for unlawful carnal knowledge. But this has been debunked since then. Right, okay. Then. Um, the word became rarer. <clears throat> wow, I cannot say that. The word became rarer. <laughs> I understood you the first time. I got it. In print, in the 18th, 18th century, when it came to be regarded as vulgar, it was even banned from the Oxford Dictionary. And in 1960, the Grove Press in the U.S. won a court case permitting to print the word legally for the first time in centuries. Um, well, fuck. And then it was used in D.H. Lawrence's The Lady Chattersley's Lover. Uh-huh. Okay, and then I'll just skip to this. Um, Euphemisms. The taboo nature of fuck has given... I love how you laugh every time I say it. You're like winding up for it. (laughs) Like the thing of fuck. Because they have to spell it with like a a hyphen so Uh, that... Because they can't put it it on dictionary. Lame. Yeah. So that's why I'm like making it cute. The taboo nature of fuck has given rise to a slew of euphemisms or mild, indirect, or vague expression substituted for one thought to be offensive, harsh, or blunt. Frig, frack, frick, fork, and fug, or fug. Fork? (laughs) That's what they say on the good place instead of fuck. Oh, well, She's that's like, what you, they say in... She was like, you gotta be forking That's what they say me. in uh, Utah also. Really? Yeah, what, I was fork? taught about all the euphemisms that's about what they yeah, say. Because all the time, they're like, what the fork? Yeah, yeah they like, can't curse. And then my friend was like, doesn't that just mean the exact same thing? So you're saying the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's always when I was like, well, really, the sentiment is there. You just didn't say the word. Yeah. But like, if the intent was there, isn't it all the same? The intent is what really matters. Right. So, um, defuk. Fucks and WTF. Defuck as in D-A-F-U-Q. Or Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Oh, yes. Foxtrot. 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 Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. So, Defuck? Um, now you know. I love D-A-F-U-Q. Defuck? Defuck? It's the best. I don't even know what that's from. Is it a rapper? I, I think it's just uh, sort of a hip-hop spelling of a shortened version of what the fuck of just the fuck? The fuck? Gotcha. Well, there's oh. your history of the F word. This is a fun uh, word of the week replacement. I liked it. Thank you. And we had some giggles in there. Some doctor giggles. <laughs> doctor giggles. <gasps> I think we have a name of our podcast. No, it's Inspiration. Oh, Sinspiration. Gotcha. Yes. Now we're going to have a war about the name. There's too many good names here. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. La, 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 la. Well, it's time for some frontier, it sounds like. It's time for the vinyl frontier. I wish I'd taken a photo. You got a lounge singery on that mic. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, real fast this time, um, just two arrivals. No new orders, I don't think, since we've last spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, police knots. 
from Konami and Data Discs arrived, so that's exciting. Cute. Um, and Dead Cells, the soundtrack to that from Laced Records arrived, and that one is so good. So I was excited about that one to show up. Oh, actually, there is one announcement. Um, I didn't buy it, so <laughs> it didn't really. I didn't write down. Um, Mondo for uh, not Emergence Day. That's uh, that's Gears of War. Outbreak Day, I think they're calling it, which is like the day that the Cordyceps outbreak happens for the last of us okay um which i think was like last friday um they announced a repressing of the soundtrack to the last of us one um but i i I already have the original like set they released of it so i don't want to buy it again even though it's different packaging different records it looks really nice but i just don't need to spend like 80 dollars to get the two volumes of that of music i already have i'm i'm trying to behave here Behave, Rob. So far, so good. Spare Oom is already full. Spare Oom is full. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, anyway, that's the Vinyl Frontier. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you stopped, Rob. Yeah. I'm glad you stopped because you just got yourself sucked. Sucked. (laughs) Jesus. You just got sucked in a traffic jam. (laughs) (laughs) You mean a graphic jam? No. Literally traffic? No, because you got stuck in a graphic jam. Got it. But you got sucked in a traffic jam. (laughs) Jesus. Right, so that's how that went. So All what's right. the word? Word? What's the word about, like, the graphic jam? Oh, okay. What's the info? What's 411? Yeah, what's, well, what's, what's the straight poop? Graphic jam. So I haven't read an actual, like, Pass card. Pass me that book, would you? The this one at the bottom? No, the one at the bottom there. Oh. You want some bucklings? I need to look at it. Some witchcraft? Yep. Um. So the graphic jam for this week is actually from... Webtoons, which I don't know if you're all familiar. I've talked about it before. Um, my friend Jessica Chobot, she has a comic on there called Firebrand, which is really good. And you should check it out if you haven't. I've talked about it in the past. But um, this week I'm talking about Hooky or Hooky. I'm not how you, sure how you pronounce it, but it's H-O-O-K-Y by Miriam Benastre Tor. That sorry. sounded like a spell. I know. I'm sorry if I butchered her name. No, it just is. You made it sound like uh, your incantation when you said her Miriam name. Miriam Benastre Tor. <laughs> and I just became and you're a, a cat. Newt. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Danny and Dorian, this is synopsis, have missed the bus of um, the School of Magic. Have missed the bus for the School of Magic, and now they must find someone to teach them how to be great and good witches. Or maybe not. But this is a really cute kind of coming-of-age story. More of like just two siblings um, in a comedy of errors. Um, kind of like a fun Kiki's delivery service kind of situation. These two witches, one boy, one girl, they're brother and sister. They miss this bus. They're like, well, who's going to teach us how to do magic now? We got to learn from someone. Oh, our aunt is famous for doing magic. Let's go see if she's available. So they go on it's like this gorgeous, skinny supermodel who's been aging a bit. But, you know, she's a witch. And, and they're like, can you teach us how to do magic? And she's like, sure. Come on in. You can spend the summer with me. And then they're like, great. So they realize that, um, well, actually, no, they don't realize anything because they're naive. And, but the aunt is actually the evil queen from Snow White. I just love that you uh, just said, like, well, they don't notice anything. They don't notice anything. Because they're naive. They're pretty naive. They're children. 
And um, so the aunt is the evil queen from Snow White. So she's like hired this hitman named the Hunter to mm. um, steal Snow White's heart. Right? Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Well, the kids are like, oh my God, they're trying to hook them up <laughs> to steal his heart. So they give him like a shave and a haircut and make him all <laughs> handsome and cute. And he's like, I think you got. I think you misunderstood I the assignment. I think you misunderstood what's going on here. <laughs> but it's really cute. It's just like a comedy of errors. It's just really fun. And it's fun. I like it. Yeah, and it's free. It's on uh, Webtoons. Hooky. So nice. that's it. Yeah. I recommend it. And the drawings are super cute, too. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that's the graphic jam. Well, and I actually uh, made a purchase that I will be able to talk about in the graphic jam probably maybe next week. I need to actually read it. Really? Yes. I'm excited. It's about some news that may or may not have been sent to you in the last week, but I don't want to talk about it because I want it to still be a nice surprise when we talk about it next week. Okay, hey, Rob. I've, I've already listed <laughs> part of it as one of my future crushes of the week. Don't say it out loud. You're so cryptic. The bottom. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So That's a good one. That'll just be a thing for us to know and for you to find out. Yeah, some juicy details. Yup. Um, all right. That was a successful graphic jam. Thank you. So, uh, let's talk about some news. I've got like 93,000 things to talk about. How about you? You have a bunch too, right? Um, not a huge amount. I mean, I, yeah. Let's Let's just go. Let's go one at a time. Okay. You lead. Well, I know you usually do this, but the game's releasing in October. Go for it. Okay. Because I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't? October's a good month, though. It's fantastic, yeah. by the so way. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're doing this, because there's, there's a lot. a lot. So Forza Horizon 4 is coming out. Oh, my God. Oh, I played the demo of that, by the way. How is it? Gorgeous. And I like the Horizon games a lot. It looks stunning. Yeah. Yeah. So that... You know what? They didn't put a date on here, so I'm not certain. It says just... First major release of the month, so I'm guessing towards the beginning. Actually, it might be tomorrow. It might be the second. It's real good. Oh, okay. The demo, anyway. All right. And the reviews started coming out last week, and they're all very positive. Nice. Um, Next game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What? Rob. There's an Assassin's Creed game coming. There is. And another one we mentioned. Which had a very fetching announced trailer. Oh, should we all watch it? I mean, you Should could. we all give it a hit we, and a we, thumbs up? We plugged it back in June. It's cool. I mean, you got to plug it every week. <laughs> you Shut have up. to. No. If I had new stuff to, to plug, we'd plug it. But anyway, okay. yeah. But Origin or uh, ugh, Odyssey. Origins was last year. All right, keep going. Uh, Super Mario Party. Ooh. You can lose some friends and the skin on your palms. That's right. And you know the Switch does not disappoint. It does not. So we're about to see something cute going on. <laughs> uh, okay, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Yep. And Gonna that's be big. pretty much on every system except Switch. Yep. And um, Starlink Battle for Atlas. Ooh, and it has special stuff for the Switch where you can get Star Fox. So that's an Ubisoft it title. Is. Or Ubisoft. I say Ubi, but some people say Ubi. Like, it's kind of up for... Well, the thing is, like, their their uh, their little plugin is called UPlay, so I think oh, okay. U. But um, but I've heard both. 
and I'm, I'm taking this all off of a Forbes article. So they say, um, basically compare it to Skylanders meets No Man's Sky. Yeah, it has like a Toys to Life kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the cool thing is, though, it's another one of those where Ubisoft was able to partner with Nintendo to license one of their characters. Star for- Fox? Star Fox is in the Switch version. Oh, wow. Only. That's dope. No other platform. But yeah, like for the Nintendo version of that game, Star Fox is in it. Nice. Do you remember that game on the PlayStation? The first one, and I don't remember what it's called, but you probably will. On the PS1. PS1, and you, you fly through ancient Egypt, and it's like you sh- you're, oh man, what is it called? You're in a spaceship, or in your, you're in a plane, and you're through ancient Egypt, and you shoot, it's like in the future. I don't think I ever got to play that. I've never seen that. It was so good, and it's a shooter, but you're in a jet... I'll look it up. Let me see what and I find. I'll Google. Keep going. I cannot remember. Sorry. No, it's okay. Let me so, see if I can find it. But that would be a good plane to add to the PlayStation one. So anyway, uh, Just Dance 2019 is coming out. And Red Dead Redemption on October 26th. Yup. That's going to be a big one. I'm 125,000% going to play that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right up my alley. I love the Wild West. I love Cowboys. Like... Okay, don't even get me started. And it'll be fun. So the only thing I wish you could play a different character other than the main character, but you whatever. Yeah, I've never like it's I just you know, yeah, westerns are so not my it, thing. Yeah. But uh It's my thing. So But I mean, I'm always willing to give a game a chance. Nice. See how it goes. All right. Well then I'm can't wait to hear what you think because you'll love it. <laughs> um Da, 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 da. So here we go. I'm just going to list these off. Astrobot Rescue Mission, PS4. Batman the Enemy Within, Nintendo Switch. Uh, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, PS4. Mm-hmm. Which I used to play the OG on the Nintendo Game Boy. <laughs> it's literally just boss battle after boss battle after boss battle, and it was a pain in the ass because it's a freaking Game Boy. Well, like, I remember the, uh, what was it, like, um, when the last Fist of the North Star game came out, uh, all the reviews actually spelled out what he says when he attacks, which is like, ay, 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 ay. Like, everyone just wrote that down. It's so good. Kind of amazing. It's so good. Uh, Mega Man 11 on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, so it's all around. The, um, Valtherian Arc Hero School Story, which is like an RPG. And then the fifth is Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Mario Party. And I'm going to skip these because I don't care about those. <laughs> Sorry. Luigi's Mansion, 3DS, October 12th. Aw, shit. Very cool. I will play that again. And Lego DC Super Villains, for those of you who like the Lego games, on the 16th. Um, Warriors of Orochi, mm-hmm. 4. Also on the 16th, Siberia 3 on the 18th for the Switch, Dark Souls Remastered on the 19th. Okay, you knew it for the Switch. For the Switch. Soul Calibur 6 featuring my very own Geralt, and he looks fucking fine. (laughs) Okay. I love me some Geralt. Um, And that's coming on everything but the Switch. And then I think I'm going to just skip, 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 skip. Castlevania Requiem, which can, um, is both Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. 
PS4. Yep, exclusive to PlayStation 4. Yep, 26th. And if you have not played Symphony of the Night, please do yourself a favor. One of the best games that was ever made. And if you don't have a PlayStation 4, the Xbox 360 version of Symphony of the Night is backward compatible on Xbox One. Oh, damn. But it doesn't have that like sort of 4K goodness support that the PS4 does. So I'm actually looking forward to buying uh, Requiem just so I can play through both of those because I actually need to really play Symphony of the Night because I've never finished it. Well, there there are like three endings. I know. So make sure you get it when you turn that castle upside down. I know. I got to flip that castle. You got to flip that switch. Yup. And the last I'm going to mention is on October 30th, Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, I'm so excited. And then it says, the official video game. So it must be the real thing. Well, there was already a Call of Cthulhu game for the original Xbox, like, a long time ago. Well, this is the official. But now we're not fucking around. No. This is official. P- um, PC, PS4, Xbox One. So that's all. Nice. That was a good list. Thank you. October's a good month. Yeah, it is. Well, um, so uh, I want to say probably like within a day of us recording last time, uh, Sony announced the PlayStation Classic. Another yes. mini console yes, to take I up some that. space in my apartment. Very cool. What's going to be on it? Uh, 20 games that we know of so far. <laughs> And five of them have actually been divulged. Jumpin' uh, Jack Flash. <laughs> really? That's the movie starring or no, Whoopi Jumpin', Goldberg. Jumpin' Flash. Jumpin' Flash. That's what it's called. Oh, is that is that in there? Yeah. I know Final Fantasy VII is, yeah. has been announced. Um, is it uh, Tekken? Okay, Tekken. Um, and then there's two others that I don't know what Jump they are. Jumpin' Flash. That's one game, right? Yeah. Then what are the others? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, there's been five games that have been announced so far. The Everyone's speculating wildly about what the other 15 could be. Um, sold out on Amazon for the pre-order, but I was able to get one in there. So mine's going to... So I got my order in before they sold out. So I'm excited about that. So we will see what that is when it comes. Did you find out what that game was called? That no. Is- I looked at... It's what it called, like, a Egypt 1156 BC. I don't no, think that's it, though. That's not it. I tried looking it up, but it's a little hard to look up. Was it, it wasn't like Magic Carpet 3D. No, but I love that game. Okay, that's what I was thinking <laughs> at first. I was like, ooh. Um, anyway, so uh, but yeah, speaking, so on the Blast from the Past front, the PlayStation Classic has been announced. 20 classic games in a mini version Warhawk of PlayStation. something, maybe. Nope. No. That Warhawk's in my news for another reason. Okay. Um, and then also speaking of like, you know, retro. No, that's what it was. Oh, is it Warhawk? Wait. Oh, was that the game? I don't know. Warhawk. Um, so speaking of Blast, Blast from the Past, uh, they just announced Space Jam 2 That's is not... about to go into production. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Starring LeBron James. Uh, oh, no. There's no release date yet. but uh, No Kanye. But LeBron's awesome. I love him. He was so funny in Trainwreck. I know. So... Um, yeah, he was really funny. I was actually really excited about LeBron moving to LA because I was like, sweet, he can be in more movies because I thought he was like stupid charming in Trainwreck. He was odd charming. Yeah. It was odd. I, it was awkward. so unexpected, but I awkward. loved him. He was adorable. No, he was cute. He was like a big fluffy poodle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a big sister to Bill Hader in that movie, really. Yeah, it's it like cute. Um, anyway, so, okay, what's your next news? My next news is, uh, la, 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 la. oh, here we go. Sorry. Um, I don't Stay know. focused. Oh, no. 
It's the one that fucked up. Okay, so I don't know where it went, but this article is talking about how the a high school in Michigan is trying to get um, their video game team a varsity letter. All right. So you have to appease to like a hundred different people to get it as an actual sport, but they're trying to make an e-sport letter as an actual varsity sport for their school. Well, the fact that like there are professional esports teams that actually make salaries and stuff, like I think that should lend it a little bit of legitimacy. No, it should, but since it's probably one of the first high schools trying to do this, there's a lot of rigmarole to go through. So, Ugh. that's yeah. So it's in Michigan, and um, they have to, they're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops. But from what I remember of the article, since I can't find it, is that. They're um, they're saying it's great for a school because one, most of the hardware is donated because mm-hmm. a lot of different companies are willing to donate this for this type of sport. Yeah. Two, you don't have to send your people anywhere, your teams, because it's all online. Yeah. So you're already you're there. You're saving a bunch of money. So you save a bunch of money on travel. And, yeah. So they're like. Hey, let's get this going. And I'm sure, like, you could get... And can't you get um, eSports... Um, uh, what's it called to get into college now? Scholarships? Scholarships. Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, it depends on the college, but yes. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so... Go Michigan. Go. Good luck to you. Good. Yeah, good uh, luck to you. Um, so, Play Dead Studios, the makers of Limbo and Inside, they've announced that their new game will have a sci-fi theme. That's all we know, and that's all they've said. Nice. Probably years away still, but I'm going to start getting excited now uh, because I love them. Gorge. Um, I'm going to do a couple more real fast. Um, from the files of no and disappointment, um, there will be no PlayStation experience in 2018. You know, like the PlayStation experience has been at the Anaheim Convention Center. Anaheim Convention Center for the last two Decembers. Yeah. It will not be there this year. Why? Uh, they said now that Spider-Man has come out, they're just focusing on their 2019 slate of titles, and there's they say there's not enough news or uh, stuff to show off that's worth bringing everybody together. And that bums me out, and I think that just probably means we're not going to get any real news or release date for The Last of Us Part Two anytime soon. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, it's just sad because I always looked forward to that. It was a thing I'd go down with friends and, you know, we'd have some beers and hang out and look at PlayStation stuff was all part of the fun i was invited well you would have been if like, <laughs> sure i must have invited you last year you must have been busy no <laughs> um and also from the files of no and disappointment um they just announced that they are killing the online servers on october 25th for three playstation 3 games uh for warhawk oh how funny uh twisted metal and oh wow PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Gosh, Twisted Metal used to take up all my time on PS1. Well, the PS3, uh, you know, reboot. About to lose its online capabilities. It's just a bummer. Like, it's my, every time I read those, it's like, it's not like I actively play any of those three games. No. But, like, I don't know. There's just something so... It means they're dead. Something so final about, like, hey, even if you called up some friends and wanted to play a multiplayer game, you know, match of this game. You can't. You can't. 
The uh, infrastructure is gone. Because only 10 people are playing them now. I know. It just makes me so sad, though. Like, I know that, like, really, you're probably paying for nothing. Like, you're paying for a service that no one's using, and it's a waste of resources. But it just makes me sad to know that it's never going to be possible. Do you even own any of those games? I own PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and Twisted Metal. All right. Fair enough. Well, I have some sad news, too, Rob. Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't think we mentioned this last time, because I don't think we could have. Telltale Telltale Games on September 21st announced that it was enacting a majority studio closure. That is a bummer. That was on my list to talk about. I know. I was going to beat you to it. No, no, no. Good. I'm glad we we should talk about it. Um, Yeah. So that's the end of an era. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. They're still still alive. They have not... um, They've claimed bankruptcy. They've cut it down from, like, what, 140-something people to, like, 25. Like, there's a handful of people that are still there. Yeah. That apparently they are there to close out and complete contractual obligations to partners. Yes. Which someone read between the lines on there, and I've sort of said that it's actually not to do any of their games. It's actually to finish up, like, a storyline or writing for a Minecraft thing. Well, there's a Minecraft thing with Netflix. Yeah, I think it, they're doing something for that, for their story. There's also something about trying to complete the end of The Walking Dead. Yes. They have no clue what's going to go on with The Wolf Among Us 2. Or Stranger Things. If it's even going to happen. And then Stranger Things is another one. They're like, well, well, maybe if Netflix revives it with their Minecraft thing, maybe they'll get a Stranger Things. Well... What I've heard is that Stranger Things could go to another company, like, to get made. Yes. Um, yeah, The Wolf Among Us may be done, which is a bummer, because I really wanted season we, two of that. You just were so excited. I you know. You just announced that. I was so excited, because I fucking adored the first season. And hell, it got me into graphic novels. Like, that oh, was the reason right. why I started reading Fables. And um, The Walking Dead, I haven't played it since season two. Like, I didn't play Michonne. I didn't play season three. Um, I was kind of looking forward to it being done and then catching up, but yeah. like it was gonna be four episodes this season instead of five, and the second episode just came out. But um, due to pressure, since it sounds like it may th- at the time they were saying it may never be finished, it has been delisted. You can't buy either episode of season four right now at all, which is kind of weird if you ask me. Um, but like, yeah, the rumor is. Though that, um, yeah, so what the story is that the bulk of the company was laid off, no severance, no warning. Um, they got 30 minutes to sort of clear out their desks. Well, the day before they said it, it, everything was cool. Oh, yeah, because they'd just gone through crunch to get, I think, episode two ready. Yeah. And um, so I know a lot of people were really upset about the sort of mismanagement or how that was handled. But now it looks like um, there's a rumor that yeah, some investors are stopping in or hopping in to see if they can help at least finish the story of. The Walking Dead season four to finish out Clem Clementine's story, and um, it they're saying it might be a game, it might be a comic, it might be a video, it could be anything. No one knows what exactly what form it'll take. It probably won't be another another episode of the game. I don't think. I think it's too expensive and requires too many people. But like, they're saying though that Clem's story will potentially get an ending. We just don't know how it'll be, like what format it'll follow. Yeah, but it's, it's really that's a bummer. Um. Because, yeah, I was so excited about The Wolf Among Us and Stranger Things. And Did you play most of the Telltale? Uh, no, I played their Jurassic Park game, which I hated. 
Uh, I did Walking Dead seasons one and two and 140 days. Um, I did Wolf Among Us. I own Batman season one, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's the only one I've played. And I have Back to the Future, and I have both seasons that they did of Sam and Max. But I haven't played most of those. Gotcha. I mean, a lot of them were like free with PlayStation Plus or what, what well, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Um, oh, I played Tales of the Borderlands or Tales from the Borderlands. I did okay. that one. Um, I thought there was another one. But yeah, I've done, I've done a handful of Telltale games. I actually used to um, tweet at them whenever I finished an episode. And for a while, uh, they were hooking me up with game codes for the new episodes and new seasons. Nice. Because um, I guess I was like an influencer. I got, I got a lot of retweets and stuff. Oh, sweet. For a minute. Back in the day. It was like a thousand years ago. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't that long ago, Rob. It was a while ago. Maybe 999. Thanks. I don't look a day over 1,200, I know. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do look like the Crypt Keeper tonight. <laughs> no. Um. All right. So, uh, well, now that you've done the Telltale big news. Yeah, I did. I beat you to it. Um, Suck that, Rob. Wow. Suck that. Well, so for uh, VR people who are hesitant to take the plunge on any other sort of hardware um oculus just announced a new standalone device called the oculus quest coming out sometime in tw- in 2019 it's gonna be 399 bucks completely freestanding no additional sensors no computer it's just going to be fully functioning headset and controller kind of combo pack and it's supposed to have like uh i think 50 games coming out at launch something like that that you can buy so it's a brand new system it'll be a standalone vr system Huh. from oculus so it's kind of neat i didn't know the rift was doing so well yeah well i mean oculus got that facebook money because facebook owns it yeah. um anyway so um yeah uh in movie news did you know they're making a monster hunter movie yes i think i did all right then yeah well they just announced some more of the cast oh who uh hip-hop star t.i ron perlman why, why you I like, used to be I like Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah. And, and I like City uh, of Sons, of An- Sons of Anarchy. And City of Lost Children. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of oh, Anarchy. Fine, whatever. Um, uh, Mila Jovovich. Okay. And it's being directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. I don't know uh, about the first Paul one, W.S. Anderson. T.I.? Yeah, I don't know about him as an actor either. Like the, like the calculator? Yes, Texas Instruments, <laughs> the hip-hop star. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. The one who did Live Your Life featuring Rihanna. Live your life. That's all we can say because yeah, we, not can't, we can't afford that. that. Can't afford that. Um, and also speaking of movies, uh, no details yet on like additional cast. But did you see the Kingsman movies? I saw the first one. Okay. You need to see the second one. I think they took it off HBO Go. I'll have to bring the disc for you. It's fun. Thank you. Um, Kingsman 3 just got announced. Oh, so uh, all we know is that on the 8th of November of next year is when that movie is supposed to come out. We don't know who's in it aside from like Colin Firth, Colin Firth and Taron Egerton, like the two we know of. Gotcha. Um, So I'm excited about that because I loved the first one and I really like the second one. So I want to see the second one because I like me some cowboys. I love Julianne Moore and I like some cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you do. I do. I like some tight chaps. 
So um, keep going. What did you got more news? Um, I have one last thing, but you keep going until you want to throw it. Um, all right. Well, um, Sony is starting to allow crossplay, which has been like a big point of contention for a while because uh, they were the only holdout of platforms that did not allow any sort of cross console play for Fortnite. Okay. And now PlayStation has joined that. So um, there's a rumor that they might open up uh, crossplay to other titles, maybe down the line. But uh, for the time being, it is only for Fortnite. If I had to, if I was a betting man in Vegas, my bet would be that the next crossplay title to get announced would probably be Rocket League. But uh, it's just cool, though, that Sony finally opened up on that one because that's been like a, they've been the, the last holdout when it comes to crossplay. So there's that. Update. Yeah. It's Warhawk. The it's very Warhawk. first one in oh, 1995. Okay. That's so funny. It's in Egypt, the very first level. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. This is what it looks like. That's so funny because we were just talking about Warhawk for PS3 getting its servers killed. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So random. Coincidence there. Um, so uh, one of my favorite games of the last console generation was Mark of the Ninja, which is a kick-ass 2D platformer stealth title. Yep, that's Egypt and Warhawk. Yeah. All right, then. There it is. So are you familiar with, with uh, Mark of the Ninja? No. It has a really great sort of cell animation style. It's really good. Uh, it was exclusive to Xbox 360 last generation. It's getting remastered. And it is coming on the 9th of October to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC in this newly enhanced edition. If you own the original version for Xbox 360 and PC, it's a $5 upgrade. Ooh. But for everyone else, it's worth it at any price because the game is fucking fantastic has really great music in it um that i remember by a band called uh yamantaka double slash sonic titan they're a canadian like but asian i think they're canadian but they're two japanese women it's a cool band interesting um anyway so mark of the ninja is absolutely worth it i've actually i'm looking forward to playing it again because it was real good very cool um and i got two last little bits of news yes uh Netflix doing another video game series. Have you heard about this one? No. They announced they're doing an animated series based on Diablo. Oh, that'd be cool. Yup. Not a lot of details. And I think the tweet that announced it has been deleted. But um, there was an article I read saying that it looks like Netflix is going to bring Diablo to an animated series. That'd be dope. And then my last bit's uh, Overwatch update. Go for it. Which I don't have that information for. Oh, right the skins now. that were leaked? No, it's the new uh, Torbjorn update. Oh, yeah. So, Torbjorn, he's going to have a um, new ultimate. It's a lava spill where he um, basically shoots out a pool of lava that you can, that eats away armor super fast and can kill you super quick. Really? And then also, he. Um, Oh, and for the turrets, when instead of having to build it up to a level two, it just starts at a level two. But it has a longer build time now, I think, right? That's probably true. And I think he can build, he can throw a turret. So places where he normally couldn't reach, you can oh, throw that's a turret right. now. He can, yeah, he could build a turret anywhere on the map. And um, he will no longer use armor packs. His second, Which I love. His secondary ability will instead look like his current ultimate, 
which will give him a speed boost, damage resistance, and an increased firing rate. It's called Overload, and it'll make him more viable as a damage dealer in more situations where he can get in there and scuffle a little bit. Yeah, and how is poor little Mercy supposed to deal with this? Because she'll get shot out of the sky like Kid Icarus. (laughs) I don't understand. Why is she such a, like, she's literally, ugh. I don't know. They hurt her. Yeah, I thought that was neat about the the Torbs uh, getting a slight redesign. But they also leaked the skins for... um, For Halloween? Halloween. Ooh, I did not know that. There is... Now, they don't know exactly which skins go to which characters, but they know the names of the skins. What are the names? So there's the Spider Queen. I'm guessing that's for a lady. That's probably Widowmaker. Well, that's what they say, but then when um, you or blogger or YouTube post was like, it could be Arisa. Oh, because she's got the legs. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. Black Widow just makes sense. She's got the fucking that tattoo. That makes the most sense. Um, bride. Who do you think the bride is? Who would the bride of Junkenstein be? It's not Moira. Who would have that hair? Sombra. Yeah, I don't know who that would, like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I have no idea who that would be. I want it to be May. I think it's May. She's got the little bun. I think it'd be Sombra. Yeah. Uh, ghost. May, probably, because she has the little ghost thing. The little... Yeah, I don't know who Ghost would fly around thingy. And, uh... Ghost is probably, like, fucking Wrecking Ball. Just to mess with us. I would hate that. And Slasher. Slasher? That sounds like, uh... Who is bl- oh that could be Genji, or it could be like Junkrat. No, he's no because he's Junkrat. Or it could be um Roadhog. No, he's no, the he's the monster. Monster. I feel like it's someone with knives. Slasher. Slasher. Which Genji's the only one who has like a really good melee sword attack. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten any real Halloween love. I don't think that's true. So maybe oh, we'll see. Sl- maybe it's a girl though. It could be. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Who would it be, though? <laughs> I, I'm i going to stick with Genji. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that. All right. And that, so that's all That's all my news. I'm done with news. Well, this you last, one last thing, one, right? yeah, we're going to do, um, because it's before the crash of the week, so this other um, person on Mashable kind of did their own version of crush of the week, because they probably heard our podcast, no doubt. And Everyone's jocking our style. That's right. And they said the top 10 most dateable men in video games ranked. So let's just go through them really fast and yay or nay. Nathan Drake's got to be in there. Number 10. Right? I don't think he is. But he is married. Yeah. The Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Approved. He's a dickhead. No, he's not. Well, he is at the beginning. Well, he makes a mistake. Well, we... Okay. He fixes it. All right. Nine. Ezio Auditore. Uh, Ezio Auditore de Firenze. De Firenze. I didn't want to keep going because I didn't know who said that right. Yes, yes. Approved a thousand Assassin's times. Creed yes. of the Ezio trilogy. Yep. I agree. Garrus Vakarian. I don't love Garrus. I don't love Garrus as much as everybody else does, but I can understand it. I like Garrus. He's such a sweet. He's like a father figure though almost. Well, I know a lot of people who romanced him. Like, I romanced yeah. him. Because he's cute. He's like a father figure. Uh, Peter Parker, Marvel Spider-Man. 
nope, he's better as Spider-Man than he is Peter Parker. Fair enough. I haven't played it. Hanzo Overwatch. Hanzo Shimada. Let me just read the... Yeah, the read raw it. sexual energy of Hanzo needs a little explanation. I mean, look at the man. <laughs> but behind Hanzo's hardened warrior heart is actually a lot of tragedy and love, too. His backstory revolves around being forced to take his own brother's life, then breaking away, breaking away from his family and everything he had ever known to find a new path. Consider us shot through the heart with one of your love arrows. Approved. Very well written. And I love that they understand the raw sexual energy coming off of that man. <laughs> That's what I think he says. Like, I'm just going to go with, like, yeah, the easy, you know, like the easy uh, little catchphrase I've unlocked for him where he just goes, Sake! Sake! I have that too. <laughs> That's the easy one. Bayek of Siwa? Bayek of Siwa, yup. One Assassin's of the hottest assassins. Kratos, God of War 2018. Too angry. In 4? Yeah, he's just an asshole. I mean, no, he's, he's better in 4 than he was in 1, 2, and 3. He's like calling in his assholeism in but 4. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess, yeah, he's just, he's not my scene. So we've covered a lot of these already. Joel, The Last of Us. Oh my god, approved. Hot Daddy Joel. He's so hot. Um, John Marston, Red Dead Redemption. I haven't played it, the original. Uh, as someone who doesn't love westerns, I have a hard time getting around that. And I don't know his character very well, because I have not played Red Dead Redemption. He is hot, so I would go yes. <laughs> uh, and number one, Lee Everett in Telltale's oh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, he broke my heart. That broke my heart. I love, oh, I love season one. And I love Lee. Lee was one of my crushes. Nice. Back, back a long time ago on the, the very podcast. Very cool. Yeah, that's a good list. Oh, I guess there's a like a gay lesbian center in Marvel's Spider-Man. I've gotten a picture of that wall, I believe. Oh, no, because it's in Chelsea. I love that. The gay neighborhood. Cool. Yes. We love inclusiveness. We do. Um. All right. Well, I guess it's time for the crush. Crush. Of the week. Smash. Crush. Smash. Go for it. Okay. You first. Okay. So my crush of the week is, and I'll probably fuck this up, Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. Show me, do you have photo? I have photo of Kenshiro. Because I don't know that character. He's the main guy with that, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's his name? That's why I had no idea what his name was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the frantic <laughs> punching. With the shrill <laughs> battle cry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's super hot. And that's how he will sound when we're in bed together. Wow. You better believe it, because I will rock his world. All right, um, he's handsome. He's built. He's powerful. And he always exposes his man chest. It's like a poem I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and um, even though fisting is not my choice of sexual <laughs> contact, he is the star of Fist of the North Star. So I guess I'll have to try at least once. Wow. <laughs> wow. I had to go there. <laughs> wow. Fist of my North Star. Oh, God. <laughs> or would it be my South Star? <laughs> okay, I should just start talking now so we can move on from this. Oh, man. All right, well, my, 
my crush of the week, thank you for that, uh, is uh, a recent unlock in Spider-Man. What could it be? Uh, it might be Underpants Spider-Man. What could it be? Because I worked super hard to unlock it, and he's lovely. I want to see this. There's, <gasps> I got two photos oh. on my phone. I took a selfie. My and then I also God. did a more carefully crafted screenshot uh, of him from the side. But yeah, like, um, pretty cool, right? I would date him. Well, he's 100%. like, he's very, he's very tall and lean. Perfect. He's very muscly. He's hairless, which is weird. But, um. And he's Peter Parker. Peter Parker never had hair ever. But I can recognize the beauty in that because yeah he's definitely just uh he's in some rock and shape and he has cute underwear with his own face on it it looks like briefs there uh yeah but they're actually boxer briefs like there's they're square cut trunks gotcha um but yeah so uh it's a little alarming seeing spider-man fly through the city in a mask and underwear only i love it but uh sign me up yeah still very proud sign of... me up oh and his web shooters he has those around his wrists um, but yeah, still very proud of that accomplishment of the 100% completion. And seriously, Nakey Spider-Man is dreamy as hell. And there's actually a really funny article I read. I think it was on Kotaku where somebody who unlocked that started flying around and taking photos, very carefully framed selfies. So it just looks like he's naked where it's like, oh, there's a leg up. And so you see like a knee and his chest and his face and his arms. But like you it just carefully crops out the underwear. So it just looks like he's a nudist. <laughs> I love funny. that. It's pretty funny. I wish Spider-Man was a naked nudist. Yeah. Streaker. Spider streaker. Spider streaker. He's in your neighborhood, so watch out. He'll streak on you. We need to work <laughs> we need to work on those uh we need to workshop those lyrics a bit, but we'll get back to you. Why on that did one. you want this book? I can tell you that in a reason I or I'll tell you the reason for that later. I just don't want to say it on the podcast because I think it uh will make me look like a uh judgy butt. Okay. Sounds good. No judgy butts here. Yep. So, oh. Oh, we have news oh, to talk about. we have a big announcement. Do we have time for we this? We do have time. Okay, so. This is a big announcement, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. Should we tell who who's doing the panel first? Uh, Pride.com is doing a panel. Which, uh, for those not familiar, Pride.com is the millennial, uh, more millennial-targeted uh, publication that is a sister publication of The Advocate, which I always liken to sort of the LGBT version of Time yes. magazine. Yes. And Out. And The Advocate is where I wrote my article. Yes. Yes. And um, and it's also a sister publication to Out, which Out is more like a GQ or Vanity Fair kind of, like it's more of a pop culture fashion entertainment yeah. for, for the gays um, or for the LGBT set. Um, so pride.com is so the millennial focused one. They're doing a uh, panel at San Diego, San Diego. Whoa. LA comic con this year in October, October at the end of this month. 27th. And guess which two were invited to join the panel. It wasn't us. Oh. I'm kidding. You kid. It was us. It was us. We're going to do it. So we'll be at comic con on October 27th at the Los Angeles convention center. For a panel about, uh, what is it, um, it's, nerd culture with it, uh, and how it relates to um, LGBT, you know, in that sort of fandom space. Exactly. How we built our communities around nerd culture and being queer. And just, um, yeah, what it's been like to be both a gamer and a member of that community. So, 
It'll be fun. I'm really excited. Inspirations, share like our stories, and it'll be a cute panel. So if you're going to be there at LA Comic Con, please stop by us. We do not know the time or the room yet, but we will keep you updated. Yeah, as we know details, we will keep plugging it here. Um, But yeah, it's like super exciting. It's a speaking engagement where you get to see us talking out in public and i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun i'm really looking forward to it yeah so we hope to see you there and um and tickets are affordable i want to say it's like 25 dollars a day yeah it's and there's not still too tickets bad. it's not like san diego comic-con that sells out instantly correct and i've actually gotten a little bit of a a review of la comic-con from a friend who uh says that it's actually kind of great because it's like because we're in Los Angeles, we still do get some pretty good pull of talent and, you know, panels and stuff, but it's not super crowded like San Diego Comic-Con. It's not quite as over the top there. Yeah. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited. And I'm glad we were um, asked to be a part of this this awesome experience. So yeah. can't wait to talk there. And hopefully we'll find out some of the other panelists. We can plug that too. Like who else will be there? Um, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, the time, the room, but we know it's October 27th um, at the LA convention center. Yes. So um, yeah, be there or <laughs> be square. Be there and be square. Okay. So um, you can follow me at Satine the dream on Instagram and Twitter or at Satine on Twitch. And you can follow me at fast danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram or tw- and Twitch. And you can also follow us in real life at Los Angeles Comic Con. Yeah, be there. Uh, <laughs> or you can follow the um, podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Or you can email us at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. It's true. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and just slam that subscribe button. Smash that, smash that like button. On Spotify. Yeah. I will. Yeah. And you should too. I I think I have. All right. I think I've subscribed to us already. I do. I know I do. Well, it's, I listen to us on like the Apple podcast app anyway, but like I think I followed us on Spotify also. I think you should listen to us on every platform. Yep. And that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Yeah, that was it. That's all she wrote. That's all I wrote. I'm, I'm, are we running out of time? I think we are. We're close. All right. So thanks for um, listening and ciao, Bye-bye.